Welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odiyebuchi Okono. The topic of this week's lesson is Seeing the Goldsmith's Face. The memory test is 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Please pray with me. Almighty Father, hallowed be your name. Teach us to hear you today. Help us to believe you, dear Father, and strengthen us to obey you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amika Michael took a group of children to a traditional goldsmith in India. The children saw that raw gold was in the midst of a mixture of charcoal, salt, tamarind fruit, and brick dust. The children noticed that the mixture became purer as it went through fire. The goldsmith took the gold out with tongs, and if it was not pure enough, he replaced it in the fire with a new mixture. But each time the gold was replaced, the heat was increased. The children asked, How do you know when the gold is purified? The goldsmith replied, When I can see my face in it. It's amazing to know that gold, one of the most precious metals, only becomes precious and valuable after passing through fire. Like the purification process of gold, God allows us to pass through fire in the form of crucibles to make the best out of us. This week, we will examine the role of suffering in purifying us and making us what God wants us to be, even in the midst of great controversy. In his image, Romans 8 verse 29, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined, to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. In the beginning, God made us in his image, as we find in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. But sin corrupted God's image in us. Romans 3, verses 10 to 19. Yet it is still God's desire to restore his glory in us. Ellen G. White wrote in The Desire of Ages, page 671, The very image of God is to be reproduced in humanity. The honor of God, the honor of Christ, is involved in the perfection of the character of his people. We need to constantly remember that we are involved in the great controversy, the battle between God and Satan, between the forces of good and of evil, the battle unfolds on us in many different ways, but our actions before the battlefront will either bring glory and honor to God or will bring honor to Satan. Imagine being on the field of a huge stadium and sitting on one side are heavenly beings loyal to God and on the other side are beings who have fallen with Lucifer. If your life for the past 24 hours were played out on that field, which side would have more cheer because of your actions? What does your answer tell you?
about yourself and what changes can you make even today. Fit amid the refining fire. Hebrews 11 verse 27. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured all things, seeing him who is invisible. It is very easy to lose faith when God is allowing us to pass through the refining fire. It's easy for us to think that God's promises are fake, that God has forsaken us, that we made a mistake following him at all when things become tough. Many who would have ended their race on God's path derailed and ended up pitching their tent with Satan. Some have lost their faith because of ill health. Some because of oppression and injustice. Some have lost their faith because of joblessness. And some because of the hold of spiritual forces upon them. But we can learn from Joseph who bore hardship for several years before his dreams were fulfilled. Yet he continued to trust God through those years. We can learn from the apostles who even in the face of death, continue to trust God. We can learn from Job, who lost all things, yet he remained faithful. Even amid his terrible trials, Job trusted in the Lord, despite everything. Job was determined to endure. Job looked into the future and believed that if he held on to God, he would come out stronger and better. Job never knew what was happening behind the veil, yet he endured the refining fire anyway. Like Job, you may not know what is happening behind the scene of your life right now, but like Job also, you can keep trusting God anyway. God may be using the trials that you're going through right now to refine you, to purify you, and to bring out his image in your character. So, do not fear the fire. Do not worry about the heat. If you continue to trust and hold on to God, He will make you testify to His glory in the end. In your own experience, how have trials refined and purified you? How can you use your experience to encourage someone? Jesus' last words, Matthew 25 verses 1 to 2, then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Jesus told a lot of stories during his earthly ministry. Two of the stories he told were the stories of the ten virgins recorded in Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 to 12 and the parable of the sheep and the goats recorded in Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. In the parable of ten virgins, Jesus taught that oil, which has one of his symbols as character, is not to be acquired by anyone on behalf of another. Each one of us needs to develop and grow our character daily to be like Jesus. And crucibles, hardship, and all kinds of fires can increase our dependence on God and thus aid our growth in Him. In the parable of the sheep and goats, 
The king separated the sheep and the goats based on their works, their characters. Though Jesus was not teaching salvation by works here, we can see how important character development is in the plan of salvation and how those who are truly saved by Christ will reflect that salvation through their lives and character. The wise. Revelation 22 verse 11. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. Wisdom is sometimes defined as the ability to manipulate figures or understand science or any other body of knowledge. But in today's lesson, wisdom is defined as the ability to endure through a period of distress or hardship, a period of childlessness, a period of ill health, a period of failure, a period of crisis in marriage or in one's career, one's academics, one's business. In Daniel chapter 12, Jesus was told that just before Daniel was told that just before Jesus comes, there'll be a time of trouble such as has never been in history. In verses um, verse 12 to 10, he was told that at that time, the wicked shall deal wickedly, but in contrast, the righteous shall shine brightly, Daniel 12, verse 3. Perhaps because they have been purified or made spotless and refined through hardship, that's the reason why the wise shall shine. The chapter also classified the wise as the righteous and the unwise as the wicked. This means that enduring hardship or hard times because of a strong faith in Christ is seen as wisdom and as righteousness. An inability to draw strength from God and endure hard times is seen as foolishness and as wickedness. In this context, the wise are wise because they have an understanding of these final events, of the times and troubles that they will go through. So as the troubles unfold, they will not be shaken, they will not be taken by surprise. From their study of the word, they knew it was coming. And most important, they knew enough from the word of God to allow this time of trouble to purify them, to refine them instead of breaking them down. The wicked, on the other hand, will be made more obstinate in their rebellion and thus continuing their wickedness. Character and Community Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. And he himself gives some of, of them to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the defining of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to be a perfect man, to the measure of of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In this text, Paul described the church as a body of which Jesus is the head and his people make up the rest of the body. 
In the church community, every member has a specific spiritual gift to help the community to experience the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. For this reason, we need each other. It is possible for one to stand alone for Christ as many individual Christians have stood and faced persecution alone through the centuries. But in today's lesson, Paul emphasized the critical truth. Ultimately, we experience and reveal the fullness of Christ when we are working together in fellowship with each other. Hence, the need to unite as a body in order to function more effectively. In conclusion, God allows us to go through crucibles in order to restore us back to his image. He wants us to unite as a body and be a light to our community. For as a church, we will be more effective, but as individuals, our effectiveness will be hampered. Please pray with me. Dear Father, thank you again for your word. Help us to believe all things from your word. Help us, Father, to endure all things in your name and to overcome all things and be saved in the end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For questions, contributions, and prayers, please reach me on WhatsApp on plus 234-903-789-1680. God bless you.